This episode of Poetic Properties with Complex is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Uh, This week started no better than the last few weeks. Uh, I think just kind of pulling everything together and trying to kind of get over everything and make sure that I'm okay. I'm still processing a lot, still trying to see what the most important thing is to attempt to process um, in a correct order so that I'm not wasting too much time on things that uh, I can't process through in an adequate amount of time. So it's just been really difficult um, trying to to get that done. The dreams that I've been having are uh, like it's it's like some Harry Potter meets Matrix type stuff. Like um, and more recently, it's those type of dreams that I can actually feel. And I don't know how to take that. Um, normally I'm able to like, normally when I'm tossing and turning, I don't necessarily remember the dreams. Um, but more recently, like I said, it's just like, they've been so vivid, um, so animated and like really heartfelt type type things that I'm dreaming about. Uh, and it's creating a lot of tossing and turning is, uh, creating me to get up in the middle of the night, just really having a hard time sleeping. Like, uh, the other night I had a like I don't I don't know I don't know what it was but it felt like like the ground had collapsed beneath me and I had like jumped up thinking the bed had had uh, fallen down I'm like dang like I know I'm getting you know a little bit heavy but I know I'm not that heavy like it it's been wild and just a struggle just really trying to sleep so uh, with the lack of rest. With everything that's going on is just my mind is just a hundred on ten, and it's like I'm really trying to during my meditation. I'm really trying to just focus on peace. I'm really trying to you know eliminate any negative feelings, any negative emotion towards anything or anyone, and it's it's a difficult thing right now, and I I feel like because of the lack of rest, uh, my mind is not. My mind is already under attack. Uh, my emotions are already under attack. So me not being well rested, it makes for a more difficult week. So I've really been trying. I've really been. Um, I've really been trying to refocus as quick as I can and uh, realign as quick as I can. I think I said a couple of times before, uh, normally I'm able to like, I'll be mad or hurt or uh, uh, out of alignment for 24 hours. But more recently, uh, it's been taking two, three days for me to even calm down enough uh, and be uh, an unscramble, scrambled enough to even start the meditation. Um, and I don't like that because I don't I don't like wasting my time as a result to my I don't like wasting time in general, but I seriously don't like wasting time as a result to my emotions because it affect every it affects everything around me, uh, how I do uh, my work, like my nine to five. Uh, it 
It takes away from my creative time because now like I'm in a funk and I don't want to sit down. I don't want to, um, I don't want to try to create anything. I don't want to like do anything, you know, it's just, um, it's just a lot. Right. So that's how like this week I just was really struggling. Um, and I, and for the most part, I really just think the struggle this week was because I'm tired, like nothing new happened, uh, that was a trigger or anything. It's still me just trying to pick up the pieces from everything that was going on all of last year. But I just I, I I'm not getting rest. Like even when the even when I'm sleeping, I'm not resting. Like I said before, like I get off work, I take a nap, I get up, and then I get the uh I get the rest of my day going or ending or however you want to put it. And still I don't feel rested. I go back to sleep. Still don't feel rested. So with that and everything going on, it just, it creates so much more um, confusion. It creates so many more unnecessary emotions. Uh, and it creates so much more fog, just not being able to rest properly. And it's not that, like, I am the super active person. I've always had a hard time sleeping. I've um, always had a hard time um Staying asleep, even when I do fall asleep. So like my body is registered to about four, four to five hours of sleep. And then it don't matter if I sleep that time, like after work, once I'm up, I'm up like my, like that's what it is. So even, even overnight, if I sleep that five hours, that that's just what it is. My body is, it's always been out of whack like that. But now that I'm getting older, going through more, um, more emotional things, more mental things, like the rest is necessary. Like I need, I need a full recharge. And, um, I learned that that's a lot of what's going on with me right now because I took off work yesterday, excuse me, because I kept getting these weird headaches. I kept getting these, uh, this dizziness and, I just, I, I was confused, like, where is it coming from? I don't feel sick. I don't, you know, I don't feel sick in a sense of I'm eating bad or like my nose wasn't running or anything like that. I had just gotten over uh, a, a fever, but like, I don't, I don't feel like sick. Right. And so for the past few days, I'm like, man, whatever this is, is really bothering me. I couldn't take it. So I'm like, I, I, I told my boss, look, I got to I got to take the day because I don't like I don't I don't know what's going on. Right. And so I slept in yesterday, slept in today and was so much more productive than I was on my regular days, because regularly I'm up four forty five, five o'clock um, in the morning and I'm mentally preparing to get my day started. And then my day normally doesn't end until like I really try to be in the bed uh, by seven, eight o'clock because I I try to stay on schedule with taking all of my medicine. I'm an old man now, but I don't be falling asleep till 10, 11, 12. And then just to repeat that. So with that lack of rest, with everything that I'm going on and the level of uh the level of depression that is going on with me, I really think that's what was going on those three weeks that 
I felt completely outside of who I was uh, because during that time, I really wasn't getting any rest. So this week has been much of the same, just trying to just realign, trying to be sure within myself, trying to get more understanding of what's going on as a result to uh, the depression, trying to, to, to do things to make me more happy or um, trying to do things that that distract me from what's going on. I, I think that's a that's a big key in trying to have better weeks is making sure that I am remaining busy. You know, either I'm either I need to be resting or I need to be, you know, keep my mind occupied so that um, I don't have so much downtime and so much uh, silence. Because for me, silence is the loudest thing in my head. So when there's nothing going on, like that's when I'm having to think about everything and uh, and the the good and the bad. And right now, for me, the 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 bad outweighs the good. And I know I'll get to a point to where I feel like uh, the good outweighs the bad, but it's just it, it's hard. And I just I I just want to be honest. I just want to be honest when we're doing. Um, our mental health checks, you know, there are going to be days like uh, I told my guy today, I said, past two days, I was able to sleep in, I woke up, I got a lot done within, you know, a short amount of time just from being able to uh, get up four or five hours later than normal. Like I got a, I got a lot done. Um, I'm a, I'm a to-do list type of person for myself and I hadn't been able to hit those things. So you know, every list, I keep having one, two, three things left over, four things left over. And so they pile up. And for me, it creates it, it creates chaos because for whatever reason, once and I, I, I know I remind this, I, I know I remind you of the, this all the time. Once something gets out of place on my schedule to do list, whatever, it affects everything. Right. I told you, uh, like it, it, it's, it creates a complete restart. My focus is completely gone. I feel like I lost that time and my mind doesn't say, all right, just pick it up, pick it up. It's just like, all right, we got to start all the way over. So I have to restart the process of everything. And so with missing those to do things, missing those, uh, those little bullet points that I have jotted down to do, I uh, get done piles up so now now I'm missing the things because of depression but then I see him pile up and there goes anxiety of trying to get those things done and so it's just been a it's been a real struggle of just trying to keep on track and I told my guy I said it's weird I said uh I slept in yesterday, slept in today, and literally those four or five hours of rest allow me to get my to get the things done that I wanted in that respective day, like early. And so I'm like, man, I gotta figure out. Um he said he said to me, like you need consistency. And it's crazy because I'm very consistent with everything except for myself. So I'm consistent with being at work on time. Like I'm at work, same 
every day, same time, I get off, same time, lunch break, same time, kids, acti- everything is on point. But as a result, so to to me, uh, my health and, and uh, my rest, it's always hit or miss. I mean, I do I, with all my, uh, my vitamins, my allergy pills, all that type of stuff. I do all that on time. But as far as me like going to sleep and uh, and telling people, no, nah, I'm tired or whatever, like it's just I'm not consistent with that. And that's something that I realize that I have to be able to control. I have to be able to get rest. Like uh, um, I think and I don't want to say I think. Being in this entrepreneur space, you see all these rich people and they always say, ain't no sleep if you broke or it's it's always something that you can't sleep. Like in order, if you want to make money, you got to be up. You got to be willing to be up when everybody else is sleeping, yada, yada, whatever. And that's cool. That's a good sentiment. And I believed that. And so I'm just grinding, 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 no sleep, going, you know, from a 10-hour shift, working on the business, uh, uh, dealing with the kids, yada, yada, whatever, sleeping four hours, repeat, six, seven days a week, nonstop, no break, just going. Well, that don't fit me. And I had to learn it. I had to understand that, nah, bro, you need sleep. Like, I know you're trying to get rich and, and and not even rich like that, but I know you're trying to get to a position to to allow your creativity to uh, take care of your family. But you, you have to take care of yourself. You have to be able to rest. You have to be uh, of sound mind. You have to be of sound spirit to be able to to do these things that you are, you are trying to do. And so in having that rest and time and feeling like uh, uh, refreshed, in that moment, like it was crazy. Like I hadn't felt, I haven't felt refreshed and I don't know how long, meaning like I woke up feeling good. I woke up not achy, not moody. Like I, like I couldn't tell you when the last day was that I woke up feeling peaceful and being able to get, stuff done and be focused on what I'm doing, no distractions, like even with everything was going on in the background. And so dawned on me like, all right, Ro, you're doing everything you need to do with your medicine, right? You're doing, you're like you're staying consistent, drinking your water. Like the only thing that you're missing is rest. And I'm too honest in general not to let you guys know that I think that that's what was going on and uh, it's important that you get your sleep especially if you are being challenged physically emotionally and spiritually that reset is completely necessary and everybody is not built to just run on two three days and not sleep and not that and I get it the hustle is 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 supposed to just be there and you're supposed to be willing to sacrifice whatever uh to get to the point that you're trying to get to and I, I I'm really am willing to sacrifice everything except for my mind and as my as I'm going through the things that I'm going through I have to be able to to be okay with that 
I have to be okay with understanding that I'm I'm sleep right now. Somebody that somebody is gonna go a little bit further than me because they have a little bit more energy to get to where they're going, and I don't. But I also have to understand and and uh, and appreciate within myself that I'm not in competition with anybody else. Yeah, it seems like everybody is doing the same thing, but really, if you really look deep down, it's different. Everybody has a different purpose of why they're um, doing whatever it is creatively, whatever it is their passion is, whatever it is that they're doing to make money. Everybody has a different uh, a different reason behind it, and. Once you get an understanding of that, you'll be able to move better within yourself and learn what type of uh, entrepreneur, creative artist you're trying to be. Like, it's cool to have templates and cool to have people that you look at. But more importantly, you have to be able to look at yourself and and understand what fits you and what you're trying to do. So on top of everything that's going on, I'm trying to think about that as well. Um, at the point to where I do probably need an assistant or something like that to kind of keep everything, um, kind of keep everything in line and just take a little bit off my plate, but I'm not, I'm not there yet in the business, um, to hire a full-time person. I'm speaking in faith that I will get there, uh, in due time, I'm going to put in the work to get there. But right now it's more it's more of me having to really uh, put me first as a result to my health and not the business. Like. It's. It's OK. It's OK. And just being like because I look at a lot of entrepreneurs I look at their their journey and what they've gone through. I look um I look at how they got to where they are, you know, where they started from, what they did, et cetera. And just like I don't I, I I have that fight, but I don't have that time. And I'm okay with that. I have that, like, cause where I'm where I'm at, where I'm at in my neighborhood, logistically, in my city, like Where I'm at right now, it's not competition per se. So I don't have to, I don't have to be up 24, 48, 72 hours a day trying to figure this stuff out. I'm not in competition with the next person. I'm in competition with myself because my level of success is not the next person's level of success. My goal is to be able to successfully take care of uh, my family with my creativity, um, with doing these sessions with the podcast, possibly speaking um, at schools or putting on events like that's where I'm trying to go with it or that's where I see the business going. Uh, but when you when you look at that stuff and you already are going through through mental stuff, it clouds everything. It puts so many obstacles in front of you that. Uh, you start missing out on stuff. You start overreaching for stuff. It's one thing that I that I've learned while going through this mental journey is understanding that the position that I'm in is for me. The road that I'm on is for me. I can't I can't get overexcited and and overreach something because it looks good, because it sounds good, and because it's working for somebody else. Because I don't know what they did to get there. 
I have to know what's for me and what's and what's not for me. And uh, that's one thing that throughout this thing, you know, that during my meditation and, and just during my moments of silence that I'm understanding that it's me. Like I'm up against me. I don't like I don't say nobody's name. I don't try to steal nobody's ideas. I don't look at nobody's pages and uh, try to take what they have or anything like that. I'm in competition with me uh, for what I'm trying to do. Like I said, I made this podcast because I was looking for something like this, something that was not necessarily so uh, technical, but something that was informative, something that allowed me to understand I'm not out here by myself. I'm not out here going through this, the loss of a child by myself. I'm not out here going through, you know, uh, financial stuff by myself, uh, going through depression and just really trying to fight it. And uh, like I didn't I couldn't find that. Like I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I, 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 I watch or I used to watch, you know, shows and stuff like that. But it's just. I I I don't want to look at it from a rich person's perspective. I want to look at it from a regular person perspective or I wanted to see it from a perspective of a regular 9 to 5 person who may not have access to all the 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 high-end therapists and uh and have all the time to go through all these therapy sessions and go through these therapy retreats uh retreats and stuff like that and I couldn't find that and that's why this podcast was born that's why it's so important to me when I tell you guys uh hit me up poetic properties on Twitter poetic properties podcast on um ig or leave a comment on, on any of them you can now follow me on good pods uh leave a comment you can even leave, leave a tip on there if you want to if you feel like i'm helpful in any kind of way but i was looking for something for the normal person that really is doing everything they can to get through and be functioning through whatever the mental hang up is, right? I, I I'm not looking, like I say, I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm looking for understanding because I feel like when 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 there's understanding, then there's room for growth. There's room to learn. There's room for breakthrough when everybody or, or people are on the same page, especially with stuff like this. Because for me, it's hard talking to people like right now I have a very hard time talking to people one-on-one because they don't understand and as much as I try to be regular and regular conversation my mind is racing you know trying to figure things out from six days ago my mind is racing trying to deal with 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 unresolved hurt and unresolved trauma like on the daily right I don't for whatever reason I don't have the luxury now to keep keep things buried. So day after day, things are coming up mentally and it's affecting my week. It's affecting how I move. It's affecting how I deal with my kids. It's affecting how I deal with myself, how I deal with the business. Like I don't have that luxury. So I have to increase my meditation time. I have to increase my moments of silence, even though it scares me, even though it's terrifying because I got to deal with whatever come. Like I always take time out of my day and not just I allow myself to just release whatever is going to come. And whatever it is that comes, I got to deal with it. 
Whatever it is, I had like no matter how much it hurts, no matter what the thought is, no matter what the the emotion that comes with it, I have to deal with it because I'm trying to get somewhere. Right? I'm trying to get somewhere mentally that I can be at peace without any of this. That I could be calm and not afraid of uh, of life, not a, not afraid of the future that's before me. I'm trying to get somewhere, so I have to go through something, and I'm aware of that. And so, with that, I I allow myself to have those moments. Unfortunately, these past five, six, seven, eight, nine weeks, it's just been stuff attacking me, and stuff trying to break through, and so. I've been having to deal and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with people not understanding that I'm I'm fine with people not understanding why isolation is needed, why my silence is needed for me because I'm fighting a battle that you don't understand. And it, it, it hurts when I explain the battle to you and you still don't get it or it's like, Oh, okay. Because it's not a, oh, like, I don't have the luxury to, oh, okay. Because it's affecting me. It's affecting the way that I eat. It's affecting the way that I sleep. It's it's affecting the way that I speak, how I maneuver, like, it's affecting me. So I don't have the, oh, okay. I don't have, I, I, I can't. And so it's difficult. So I rather, um, I rather just chill. Like, I'd rather just say, okay, I'd rather you speak to me how you do or or feel how you feel because I have to I have to decipher if I want to deal with the the chaos of allowing you in with no understanding or deal with being by myself and, and having to fight through it. When you going through, let me see. When you are going through something that is heavy on your heart, right? Sometimes you do need to speak to people. Sometimes, you you know, that's what therapy is for. If you have close friends, if you have people that understand, like, that's what that's for. But sometimes that creates a level of chaos that's unbearable. And you have to now say, all right, I can't. That's not nothing I'm willing to talk to you about no more. I got to be able to hold that in, even though it's difficult for me, even though that creates so much pressure of me having to fight that thing alone. I see that me trying to communicate it to you and hoping that you will understand. I'm spending more time trying to get you to understand. And it's taking away the time that I need to fight this thing. It's taking away the time I need to fight it and you don't get it. Right. And so, oh, once you get to that point of, all right, I'm cool. Like, and I'm going to stand on it. I'm going to stand up for what I believe in. I'm going to stand up for my understanding. I'm going to stand up for uh, uh, allowing myself to be in isolation. That's when tables start turning, right? That's when tables start turning. 
that's when people start looking at you a different way. That's when you are mean and that's when you are uh, rude. That's when you are trying to play victim, etc. Because you start understanding like, hey, you can't help me. I don't know if you want to help me. I don't know if you're trying to help me, but from my from from my line of sight, you you aren't helping. Like you're not even attempting to to understand what I'm feeling, why I'm feeling and and, and also understanding that I'm not just sad, right? Like that's starting to get frustrating that people just assume that you're sad and is disrespectful. Like, it really is disrespectful when people look at you and they don't understand. Like, sometimes I'm sad, right? Like, I get sad when I don't have my goddaughters here. I'm depressed in regards to the death of my child. That's different. It's way different. I can control being sad about my goddaughters not being here by looking at pictures and videos that I have, and I'm like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And that could bring me joy. There's absolutely nothing, excuse me, there's absolutely nothing that I, that can change the, the fact that my child has passed away. And I get it, people who have not experienced this, they 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 feel like, or the interpretation comes off as if, it was a baby. You should be able to to get through that. Like you didn't know the baby type. That's that's the vibes that I get when I'm trying to get people to understand. Like it, it don't matter if if it, if it was a baby. Like that's like. Do you understand the emotional connection someone has with their child, regardless? Because by that logic, if I'm not supposed to be sad, or if I if 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 I'm supposed to be okay with the death of my kid, then the kids that I do have living, I I wouldn't care about them. But people don't understand, and, and when you try to get them to it, you turn into a victim, and you and it's like I don't no 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 nope I don't want anything but understanding. Like if if you are in my life and 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 you choose to be there and I choose to allow you there, I'm not looking for sympathy from you. I'm looking for you to understand that I don't know how long I'm gonna be bothered by this. I'm not trying to play a victim. Some days I have good days. Some days I have bad. Most days I have horrible days. Just missing my daughter. Just like, fam, I have a kid that is supposed to be here and, and she's not. And I have to deal with that on top of work. I have to deal with that with that on top of being a, a parent still. And I'm fine with that. But it makes for a really, really hard time mentally as I'm going through the week and I'm trying to break things down and I'm trying to get through things and get people to understand that I allow in my space that it's not I'm not trying to play victim like I'm really depressed. I'm really, really sad. The idea of better days being ahead creates so much anxiety because I'm not there in physical time. Like I see it. I see it. I'm not even going to lie. Like I see the better days, but because I'm not there yet, because I'm fighting every single day to get there, because I'm fighting every single day to try to uh, minimize the pain and minimize the, the, the mental fog, the anxiety is high, but I'm trying 
every day. And and for me, that is the point of me getting up and having these sessions. Like the 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 point of these sessions is not to dwell. Like I hope I I hope that you know that's not what anyone is getting from any of these sessions is that I am attempting to dwell on anything because I'm not. The whole point of these sessions is for us to be able to get it off our chest. My hope is that I'm saying stuff on this podcast that makes you start thinking about the things that are affecting you. The things that are bothering you and allow you to have those conversations, you know, with yourself and your meditation time or with whoever you trust to help you, you know, to bounce ideas off of, to get through uh, emotional, uh, emotional crisis, emotional pain, whatever, whoever it is that you that you rely on or allow in to help you. I'm hoping that you are hearing uh, me speak on here and are being encouraged to get it, get it off your chest. And seek help in whatever way that is, whether it's you meditating and you just saying stuff out loud so that you can hear it, uh, you writing it down so that you can see it and process it and get through it. Like, I, I hope, like I genuinely hope that you, this is not a, a place that you feel like I'm just here to dwell and call people out and stuff like that, because one of my biggest things and uh, main focuses of this podcast is accountability. Right. Everything that I talk about on here starts with me first. So it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter how anybody sees you. It matters how you see you. It matters what you were doing. Um, it's it's crazy because I have to accept I have to accept the human nature of people not to really care, right? And what I mean by that is we are programmed as we walk by each other, as we uh, call each other when we haven't talked to each other for for a while. We are programmed to say, hey, how you doing? Fine. And you and keep it pushing to whatever the conversation is about, even when you are completely broken down, completely hurt in shambles. We're just programmed to do that. So I realize because now I don't do that. If I feel bad, if I feel miserable. That's what I say. I don't care who it is. How you doing? It's miserable. I can't sleep. My eyes is burning. My head is hurting. I'm dizzy. Like I'm doing bad, but I'm trying. And in doing that, I'm learning that people will completely overlook that thinking like, oh, you just wilding out. And so that I had to I had to understand, like, that's just how we're programmed. And I can't be mad that. That people don't care. Right. Like, because that's just what's been going on for years and years and years. It's very rare that somebody. Yeah, I'm miserable. Yep. I don't care what type of event it is. I don't care if we had a birthday party, a Christmas party, a graduation. If I feel bad and you ask me, I'm going to tell you. You might be the only person that asked me how I felt in 10 days. I'm not going to say fine. I'm not going to waste that time to lie. No, because at the end of the day, to be honest, somebody needs to know. Somebody needs to know you don't feel good. Somebody needs to know you feel miserable. Somebody needs to know that you ain't sleeping. 
what they do with the information is up to them. But at least you was honest. At least you're not sitting here saying, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. But you in the house breaking shit, you in the house going crazy, makeup everywhere, hair everywhere, uh, uh, cutting your hair bald. You like you like. It's important. But I had to understand that people really, they don't care. They don't really want to know if you're doing bad. And I don't think it's because, let me not say they don't care, right? Because that's selfish and that's disrespectful because I don't know if they don't care. They're not equipped to handle that response in real time. Like that is a response that people reserve for when you are actually scheduled to, yo, I need to talk to you. That type of stuff. People can't handle I'm doing miserable in passing. They can't handle it at 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 a dinner or a visit to your to your house for a football game. They can't handle that. And before I used to feel like, damn, like people don't give a fuck about like like people don't care. But then it's like they don't know what to say because we're programmed to just be like to just go with the flow. I'm not going with the flow no more because I'm miserable. When I have good days, I tell. Uh, when I have good days, and people say to me, uh, uh, "How are you?" I, I have good days because I'm 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 at this point. Um, I'm at this point of superheated, and what superheated is, it's that point after the boiling point. Meaning, there's no like like I cannot get no more frustrated than this. I can't. I am at the peak. I'm at the peak of my frustration. There's nowhere for any other emotions to go. There's nowhere for it to move around in my mind. There's nowhere for it to move around in my body. The energy is the highest that it's going to go. And the next level is superheated. And that's when those, uh, 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 those, that's when it turns into vapors. So for me, that's when I let it go. So I'm at the point, like I'm superheated. I've been in chaos so long that it has become a sense, like I have, I have become a child of chaos. And so in that, in the commotion, I have found a level of peace. A level of peace that I can understand and be aware that I'm in the middle of this tornado, but I have to be calm enough to see what's worth hanging on to and what's worth letting go. And so as I'm learning that and I'm being I've been at this point for so long, I'm learning that it's okay to let shit go. It doesn't matter who it is, it don't matter what it is, but if it keeps you at a point of chaos and 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 it's so much the commotion is so loud and it's just it's unnecessary, it's okay to let it go. I noticed that on the flip side of people, when you tell them that you're doing bad and you try to explain to them what's going on and, and, and they show lack of care. On the flip side, I also noticed that when you do tell them that you are doing good. Right. And like for me, I have people that sometimes ask me how I'm doing or what's up. And for me. My business brings me peace. Right. And so I'll be like, yeah, you know, just working on the pie, working on new items to sell. And they'll completely overlook it. They like won't respond to that or anything, won't respond to the text or whatever. They won't respond. And then they'll completely change the subject and they let me know like, oh, OK, got it. 
you don't know how to respond if I'm doing bad. You refuse to respond if I say something that you appear to be better than you. So where do you go from there? These are things that I learned at this boiling point, right? Because I've been I, I, I've been here for so long. Uh, I've been disrespected. I've been hurt. Like I've been trying to get people to understand this or like. And so it dawned on me that I have to let it go. Like I have to. I sincerely be trying to to make it make sense so that I don't react in a way that seems disrespectful to anybody. But more recently, I can't care. Right? If I keep allowing, if I keep being emotional about how people treat me and or disrespect, I'm going to put myself at a deficit because... I am now spending more time trying to get people to understand and try to prove a point that I'm right or try to prove a point that I am not who who they say or uh, uh, think that I am. I'm wasting that time that could be put on me and getting better. And so I'm at the point now that with everything else of I don't really care. I don't like I, I'm I'm to the point to where I have to I have to understand that it is okay for me to be going through what I'm going through, but also stand up for myself. The dream that I that I had last week that I told you guys about at the end of the podcast in regards to I kept telling the driver slow down. I kept seeing the dangers. I kept seeing like I kept seeing us come up on stuff that was dangerous. I kept seeing the end. I kept seeing it's just not going to work. I kept you know telling the person in the dream, like, yo, like, just chill, just chill. And as I at, at, as I got off of the pod last week, like, and that dream, it kept sticking to me. And I was trying to figure out, like, like, what, why, is, like, what, I'm missing something. And it hit me. The realization is this. A lot of people in your life, siblings, parents, friends, they have no intent of allowing you to grow and lead yourself. So when you find the strength to stand up for yourself and set boundaries and you stop letting boundaries be crossed and you are willing to lose that relationship in, in instead of allowing them to cross those boundaries, now you are looked at as the enemy. And you are looked at as you are disrespectful. You are looked at as 
uh, as mean. You are looked at as all these things, but a person who has learned enough to now lead themselves. That dream meant so much more to me than I could ever imagine because I have people in my life that have no intentions of allowing me to lead my family, lead me without interruption. I'm not one of them people that just listen to people and I got to respect you because you're an elder or uh, because you hold this name in the... Nah, bro. I'm past that in my life. Because sometimes you, you have the best interest that you have for me instead of having the best interest of me. And when you start recognizing that and you start standing on it, you start setting boundaries, like it gets really hectic. Like you, people start looking at you away. And it's difficult because, again, it goes back to the you don't want to understand. It goes back to perspective and why I say, like, I don't be, I, I'm, I'm not paying attention to a lot of people's perspective because they still thinking of, they're still thinking out of fear. They're still thinking they're 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 thinking in a way that is is slave minded. And I can't I can't do that. Like I can't just say because you were this person, I'm gonna respect you. Just like I have to prove my respect and like, like you have to prove your respect too. Like everything has boundaries. And you have to be able to respect them. You have to ever you have to be able to understand that you're not in charge. And that dream let me know that a lot of people just don't get it. They don't care. They don't understand that you're only a leader for so long. The goal of leading is to teach, right? It's to teach. And if you're leading properly, the people that you are teaching are going to become leaders. You have to get out of the way. Or you're going to get pushed out of the way. And then it becomes a battle. I found myself dealing with that like like younger, like just trying to be uh in control of myself in control of my family but uh dealing with 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 ideas and ideologies that like you're expected just to follow because who the person is and now I refuse to do that now I don't like I don't care who I don't care what like I run me and I run my family And we decide how we move. I've I've respectfully followed everything that I needed to follow. I'm almost 40 at this point. I learned a lot. There will be things that there will be more things that I learn, but I am a leader. And I learned that like that dream hit me like it hit me like a ton of bricks. But then like I'm trying to figure out like I missed something because it's sticking with me. 
And like I said, in that moment, in, in that 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 commotion and that chaos of being at my boiling point, and it's so much chaos, and the idea is for me to just be calm. No matter if it's calm, no matter if it's if it's chaos, when you end somewhere too long, you get used to it, and you 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 are yearning for the next level, and the next level of being at the boiling point is letting it go. And for me, letting it go is understanding it, it. This is what it is. It's certain things that when I say it, that's what it is because it's my life. And when you're having people be combative in that in that space and it seems like it's a battle of control, those are people who never had no intentions of you growing to be a leader. Those are people who are are bullies. And it's just restruct it's just uh, structured in a different way. People who feel like they could just do and say what they want and intervene and in, in, in cross the boundaries of of your life. After point like like I said at the beginning, you got to be you you have to be willing to let let it go. And what I mean, let it go. I don't mean let it go. I don't mean let go of the disrespect and let go of the crossing of boundaries. What I mean is you have to let those people out of your life and you have to be OK with it, no matter who it is. Like I told you guys when I had COVID and I felt like it was over, that's because I've been at that 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 boiling point for so long emotionally. I understood. I understood. I'm a person of isolation because I don't I'm not about to make you understand my life. I'm not about to make you understand my reasoning. I don't have to. Just like you don't have to listen, just like you feel like you could do what you want. It's no point. But what I can do is stay away from you because you're affecting me in a bad way. You bring an unnecessary stress. It's important to be able to do that. It's important to to be able to see that. It's important not to be afraid to say to yourself, hey, this ain't working. Right. This ain't working because. I'm not about to be arguing with you over things that I'm doing. I always tell you, if my kids are not doing anything that could put them in jail or get them killed, I don't care what they do because they got to learn. They have to figure out what they're doing. They have to figure out how they're going to get through things. They have to figure out how they're going to process. They have to learn their own process of elimination. We was born in two different times. So I can't teach them how I was raised um, and expect them to be able to maneuver that way. That's something that I had to learn. I've said on, on many of the podcasts before how Junior doesn't have a process of elimination and it bothers me and da 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 da. But I had to understand he's not raised like I was. He don't have the same fears. He don't have the same trials and tribulations that I had as a child. Solely like just neighborhood wise. And I don't want to sit here and act like we lived in a war zone, but we by no means lived. In spaces that there was not violence. There was everywhere that we lived, I think, except for one place, which was like on Villa. 
there was violence of some kind. But I had to understand that. I had to be in that boiling point of, oh my God, he don't understand. Like, I'm like, oh, and then I'm, why would he understand? Why would he think like me? Why would he care about guns? Why would he care about fight? Like, he don't live in that space. I told you I read that 1619 book in that chapter 11 about inheritance that stuck with me, stuck out. And besides the financial idea of inheritance, what stuck out to me and for me, like I'm just thinking inheritance is more than financial. Right. Because as you're passing on money, you're passing on your name and you're passing on all these lessons and your kids are inheriting all this. Um, it's important that you are passing them on something that they can use. It's important that you are giving them the freedom to understand, hey, at some point, like I tell my kids all the time, at some point you are going to have to make the decisions for yourself. So I don't want to keep having to talk to you. I don't want to keep having conversations about how you treat people. I don't want to keep. I've been at that boiling point for so long. I found peace there. Now it's like it's certain things that I just have to let go. So. I'm not going to be who my parents are to me, to my kids. So I'm telling them now, yo, you're about to be responsible for yourself. You got to figure it out. I'm here, like, at a certain point, like, Junior will be 16. I'm here for questions now. Like, now, like, all the the sit-down, all the sit-down lectures and proactive conversations are kind of coming to an end, right? Now it's time for you to start asking questions because you're at the point now that, like, I, I really have to start priming you to be on your own, especially because he wants to go to college. So he has these last two years to now start asking the questions that he feels are necessary for his life. No, I'm not going to let him just go off the deep end and not give him advice um, unwarranted, but I'm not. It's going to be advice. It's going to be a suggestion. It's not going to be a demand. Because he got to learn what fits his life. The only thing that I'm strict about on my kids is if it's life or death, if or if they can go to jail. Other than that, because they're four different people. These boys are four different people. One conversation work for one and don't work for the other. But you you don't learn that until you get to that 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 place of chaotic peace. And you start just breaking everything down. That's one thing about me that while I'm going through this thing mentally, I'm able to just sit there and break things down to the most logical point. Because I don't have the emotional strength to fight. Sometimes it's no, because it's no, I'm not going to give you a reason, even though the reason is very good. I don't have the time to tell you the reason. Just no. Sometimes I'll say yeah to something super duper wild. And in your mind, you're like, well, why, why would you say yeah? I understand why I said yes. But sometimes I don't have the mental strength to explain the yes. 
But it's 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 things you learn when you are like when you get your boundaries disrespected so often and people are overbearing and and, and self-centered so often and you feel it. Like and it affects you, you don't want to be that to someone else. And a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people like like. I said before, people be tripping out how like I raise my kids because they're pretty much free to do whatever they want to do because they're kids and they have to learn. But I know how it feels to have overbearing parents. I know how it feels to have parents that don't respect balance. I know how that feels. So I told you at first, I was so hell bent on 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 not being like my biological father. And then I dropped the ball because in doing that and doing the complete opposite is just like it, it got chaotic. Right. But then it's like I'm not going to be overbearing like 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 my mom. But it was out. It was without understanding. Right. When I start piecing together. Uh, uh, who they were as parents. And I start piecing together the things that they were going through and I start breaking everything down and understanding that there were parts of them that I just don't want. That's how my kids are going to see me. No matter how free that I allow my kids to be, no matter how cool I think that I am, they're going to still grow up and they're going to have issues with something. They're going to have conversations with their brothers uh, or their 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 wives or husbands, whatever, whatever they do, what, what they like. I don't care. And it's going to be something said about me. Excuse me. And I'm OK with that. Because like I said, early on, I was doing what I thought was right. I was whooping them, yelling at them about everything, yada, yada, whatever. But then it got to a point like, for what? For what? That's not going to do anything but create you guys uh, or or to create an emotional dysfunction in you that you are going to in turn pass to your kids. I'm not saying that. You not to discipline your kids or uh, it's not okay to 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 raise your voice, but you have to get to a point of understanding. And when you you a lot of times you don't get there until that boiling point. Because a lot of reaction, a lot of responses come from you being at your wits end of things and it building up, building up, building up. And now because you feel this way, you're going to be the most extreme in your responses. But when you have a certain level of understanding, you could just dead it and be okay. I, For whatever reason, I am okay with being by myself. Like, I am okay with being isolated. I've always been like that. Besides me being a, a, a serial uh, relationship person, like as far as a, a romantic relationship, I've always been able to be by myself. No friends, no family, no nothing. And... I don't know if that was in preparation because my journey was always set for me to go through this death of my daughter, to go through this situation with my oldest daughter. And uh, it was already written in, uh, uh, in my journey that I was going to be depressed and I was there was going to be a time to where I needed to be alone. Or what? 
But for whatever reason, I'm comfortable by myself and making my own decisions. Like I've gone through enough uh, pain. I've gone through enough chaos. I've gone through enough hurt to make these decisions properly. I'm not making emotional decisions. I've done that and I lost everything. So now I'm making my decisions from logic. The way that I parent, I parent from logic. The way that I work, logic. The way that I do my business, logic. It's no more emotional thinking for me. Not saying that I lack emotions, but when it comes to the maneuvers and the things that I have to do in life, I got to remove emotion because I know that it's going to get the best of me. It takes you to get to that boiling point for you to understand that you got to sit your ass down and you got to be okay with being by yourself. It's just like I'm like, and I'm saying this for lack of another reference. When you find an animal in the wild, that it don't trust you. It could care less. It don't. You could throw food at it. You could talk nice to it. You can do everything that you that you think is nice and right. But to that animal, you are a danger. That's how life is for humans. When a person is broken so bad and people do so much and it's supposed to be the people that love you, that just understand you and, and, and they're the ones creating the chaos, the pain, the hurt. When it's that, you begin not to trust anyone. And so in turn, it makes people have to come and they got to earn your love and they got to earn your respect. It becomes difficult because it's like, mm, do I let it go? Do I trust do I believe? Do I keep a wall up? And people don't have time for that. People will move on. They don't understand. They don't care to understand because they have their own things going on. And that's why I say for me, I'm going to be who I am 100% up front. I'm going to, I'm at my boiling point of everything. So I'm going to, be, I love super duper hard. I'm probably going to love you in two weeks. If you piss me off, I'm probably not even going to talk to you again. That's just who I am. But I'm going to give you all of me so you can see if you prepare for that. I got hella kids. I got God kids that come and go that when they when they come, they live here forever. When they go, they don't. I got my kids. They crazy. They handful. I love them. They're not going nowhere. They're not going like that's just what it is. That's why I am the way that I am, because I have gotten to a point to where. Everything is a decision. Is it worth fighting for or is it time to let it go? And for me, a lot of everything is to let it go, because as I'm going through this thing with my mind. I realize that. I should not find so much peace in chaos. I sit here and I'm just being honest. Like when my when my when my God kids was here every single day, seven kids deep, yelling, screaming, running. I can I have a snack, Didi? Can I have a snack, Didi? Can I have a water, Didi? 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 That's what my God kids call me. Or the boys, Dad, what's for dinner? Can I have a snack? Can I have a juice? Can I have? Can I have this? Can I have that? Can I play on a PlayStation? Yada yada, whatever. Just complete chaos every minute of the day, right? And so the guy kids, the guy kids how went back with their mom. My sister V hit me like, how you feeling? I said, it's so weird because 
I've gotten so used to all the screaming, all the yelling, all the can I have a snack, can I have a water, coca melon, coca melon, coca melon, that now that I don't hear it, I'm bugging out. Like, like where is where is the noise? Like where like where did it all go? And that's how I am in that's how I am in real life. I'm so comfortable with chaos because now when I'm at that boiling point, I'm able to think. Why? Because I am not in such a rush to release any kind of emotion. I've been at that point so long that I understand it's not about the response. Like people do stuff, people are going to do what they do to you. They don't care how you respond. If they cared, if they cared, if it hurt, if they cared, if it bothered you, a lot of people wouldn't even do the things that they do to you. They're solely coming from a place of I'm going to do, say what I want to do because I want to do it. It doesn't matter how you feel. Like I said, my responses are catered towards if I am just mad or or I'm prepared to not ever have you in my life again. And even if the even if my response is one and I am prepared to not ever have you in my life again, a lot of times I just don't even say nothing. It just be over. Like a lot of people have no idea that the last time they spoke to me, that that was it. Just like for me, there's a lot of people that I was like, dang, I haven't talked to such and such a long time. I had no idea that was the last conversation that I was going to have with them, whether it be for right now or forever. But because I'm at that that point all the time and people are like, oh, you're so defensive. You're so I have to be because people who are close to me have hurt me. People who are supposed to the people who you are supposed to depend on to care for you when they hurt you to a to a level of no return. And it's a consistent thing. And it's like, damn. I, I have to be this way. So being at that point all the time, it is, it's, it's allowed me to think I'm not as mad as I should be, as uncomfortable as I should be, as chaotic my, as my emotions, as my mental has been, I'm still not responding emotionally. I get that itch. I'm not gonna lie. I get that itch and I'd be like, oh, I want to say this. I want to say that. I'm human. I'm human. But it's one thing about me that people don't understand. My feelings get hurt. I might not seem like it because I genuinely don't care about a lot of things. But even if I have to stop talking to someone because they are disrespectful to me or they refuse to understand. It still hurts. It still hurts, especially when it's one of those people who are like I referenced in the dream. They have no intentions on you growing and being a leader. They have no intentions of allowing that. Like they feel like you are always going to just allow them to say and do what they want in your life. And that's not how it works. 
It don't work like that. You got to be able to to and not and and I'm saying stand up for yourself loosely because that that means to me when I hear stand up for yourself to me that's like you're being like attacked in real time. And I'm just saying you have to be able to stand on what you believe in for yourself and have to understand that you don't have to explain it to anyone. Like if it don't involve them, you don't have to explain yourself. And I had to I, I, I had to learn that. And not only learn it, I had to understand that it's okay because again, like I said before, I get to these points to where it's like, damn. Do I it like am I not saying anything because I know I'm going to have a void in my life if that person goes or if I have to isolate from that person and I don't want to deal with that void or am I genuinely just not saying nothing because I'm, I'm afraid of the response of me trying to stand up or whatever. I have to gain the reins of who I'm supposed to be. And I have to hold on to them and be who I'm supposed to be. It doesn't matter who's on that trip. It doesn't matter who's on that road with me because at the end of the day, my lane is my lane. It will always be that until the day that I no longer breathe. And I have to be okay that a lot of people are not going to make it past that boiling point with me. And they're going to evaporate and they're going to, they're going to become vapors. And it's, they, they, and, and, and though they was there at one point. They're going to be gone the next. And I have to be okay with that. I have to not be uh, upset and, and so quick to try to fill the void with something else. I have to fill that void with something from me. I got to take that time now that I was giving that situation and make myself better. Because that's the idea. The idea is to continue to grow, continue to make yourself better. Uh, if you have a mental issues, continue to fight that to get better. If you don't have those type of issues, whatever you're going through, the idea when you are in isolation is to get better. It's to allow you time to think. It's allow you time to not be so confused because that person is suggesting this and that person is suggesting that. And this person said this and this person said that. And now you're deciphering between four outside people telling you about something that they've never been through or they are missing the perspective that you are in. I try my hardest when we're doing these sessions not to give advice from my perspective. I try to make it an overall thing because you might not be able to handle isolation. You might need those people. Those voids might be too strong for you or those openings might be might create too much of an opening for you and you need to still deal with those people you might have more time to like that you feel you can handle that you may not be ready to stand up for yourself or stand on yourself and that's fine but if you're in the position where i am where you're fighting so much you got to cut out that unnecessary stuff and be okay with that void. And then you have that void that you feel of, I had to cut somebody off. You have to feel, you have to replace that with something that is beneficial to you. Every time I have to put myself in a position to, to be superheated, 
I sit and I pull the accountability of the situation. And once I do that, I'm fine. I'm fine whether I feel like I could have said or done something different. I'm fine if I figure out I was completely done wrong. I'm fine if I'm the one that that done the wrong. Like I'm, once I pull the accountability, there's no turning back from that. Because now the understanding is there. It's people. It's so many people that owe me an apology that I'll never get, and I'm okay with that. It's so people that owe me understanding and they'll never understand. And I'm okay with that because I've made amends with myself in regards to what was done to me, what was said to me, how I was treated, all of it. And I pull my accountability and I'm working on it. I'm working on being mature when people hurt my feelings. I'm working on not being tit for tat when when someone disrespects me. Because at the end of the day, it's not like, fam, you got it. You got it. I don't I, I don't have time for that. I'm going through too much. I'm trying to accomplish too much to to be in these situations with you. You got it. But it takes you to be hurt. It takes you to try to succeed and fail. It takes you to try to love and, and love don't work. It takes you to try things um, in a parenting in parenting and they don't work. It's all trial and error. But at some point you get to a point to where you understand the full scope of who you are trying to be and you cannot be afraid to stand on that. You cannot be afraid to to. Just say no. And it be that. Nobody has to understand your yeses and no's but you. Nobody has to understand why you let go or why you hold on but you. But you have to understand that and you have to take your time and you have to be able to pull your emotions out of it the best you can and be logical. Because if you if you can't do that, then you're going to remain in this this chaotic cycle of destruction. And you're never going to get to that boiling point. Where you need to get for understanding. I keep saying, you know, pain without pain, there's there's no idea of perfection and it sucks. But if you if you never get to that boiling point, if you're never uncomfortable, if you are never uh, chaotic or never in the midst of chaos and commotion, you don't get to that level of I'm at my wits end and I have to figure it out. You you tolerate so much. Because of how you think of yourself. So when you think you are, when you think you are not a leader, you are, you accept all of that. Right. When you think that it, like when you have that mindset of, I'm just going to listen to people because they are of a certain age or they are, they have um, a certain they have a certain level of knowledge because of who they are in the family. When you have that idea 
you lose. The incentive life is not to always follow. You are not to like, like you are meant to, to learn, right? Once you learn, you teach. While you're teaching, you are a leader. But you always get to a, the, the, the phase to where you have to go to the next level. So in order for you to get to the next level, you have to in turn learn again. So it's a circle of life of teaching and learning. But if you are dealing with people who just feel like all they are are teachers and they're never willing to learn, y'all stuck in that same place. That same place of chaos, that same place of destruction, that same place of fear. You're right there because you are following somebody who has no intentions of allowing you to become a leader. And that's why so much chaos in families. That's why so much chaos in relationships. That's why so much chaos in parenting. And I'm not saying I'm the I'm perfect at any of these things. But what I'm saying is that I, I've been through so much and I've been on both sides of the hurt and getting hurt. I've been on both sides of the understanding and lack thereof. So I'm at the point now to where for me, I am I am as perfect as, as I'm going to be with the lessons that I have learned. So in turn, I come to you guys and I have these sessions so that one, I could get things off of my chest Two, hopefully hope y'all uh, help y'all get through it. And three, spark a conversation with you, your friends, your, uh, your partner, whatever, so that you guys could be open enough with each other to get through what you need to get through. I can't stress enough how important it is for you to know who you are. I can't stress enough to, uh, uh, to you that when you are in that, 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 that when you are in the heat of things and everything is just bubbling over and everything is just so chaotic, I cannot stress enough, find a place of peace within it all as hard as it is. I'm telling you, it took me so long to understand that I'm sitting here trying to get out of the chaos. I'm sitting here trying to 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 understand the chaos. I'm sitting here fighting with it and going back and forth with the chaos and stuck in it. Because when you respond and and because I said this, because I said that, you're 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 just adding heat to the flame. And it's just bubbling over, bubbling over, getting hotter. The situation is going crazy because it's so the emotions is so high that you saying something crazy, they saying something crazy, y'all going back and forth, nobody making sense, everybody confused, but it's still going. But the moment you find a place of peace in that and you're able to limit the emotional responses and just go with logic, and sometimes the logic is, all right, you got it. And just never speaking to someone again or the logic is, you know what? Cool. I, I don't even want to argue about it. This is this and that is that. Just let it go. And if a person wants to continue to argue, or a person wants to continue to keep it going, that's on them. But you at peace. That's why I had to come to my conclusion or that's where I got my conclusion of. You can say what you want about me. Good or bad, because I was there. 
So when you say that I did this or I did that, if I did it, I, I did it. I'm grown. If I didn't do it, I didn't do it. But I ain't going to defend it. Because I was there. I don't need people to, I don't need people to like or dislike me because of what someone else said about me in my day-to-day life. If you like me because someone told you something about me, if you dislike me for something that somebody told you about me, both of them are wrong. Because I can guarantee you, I am 100% different than how people explain me to be. Because they're going by who I was in dealing with them. The overall person of who I am is the same, but I have to deal with people in different ways. So when they're, when they're telling stories about me, they're telling they're they're forgetting their part. That's why I mind my business. I don't tell nobody about nothing about nobody. I don't disrespect none of my exes, no matter what. I love them. I always will. It is what it is. I don't care what's being done, what's being said, what I don't, I don't care my three adult relationships love them to death no matter what they can ask me for anything if they're if if they willing to have a conversation and more than likely i'm going to do it don't care how it looks it just is what it is because i'm secure on who i am and i understand that things happen i understand that life goes wrong i understand that things don't turn out how how you want to the difference is is that then I was operating off of emotion. My responses were emotional, but I got to that boiling point and became superheated and I let that go. I don't even think about half of that stuff. Being honest with you. Everybody human, everybody going to go through whatever. I want to be a person who at the end of the day, people say that he meant what he said when he said it's unconditional. There's not a relationship that I've been in that wasn't unconditional. There's not an ex that you could call that say if they call me and ask me for something that I'm not there. I don't care. I'm capable of of of, uh, of being friends. I'm capable of being a I loved you at one point for real, for real. I still love you. But the the degree of love has changed. If you need me, hit me up. That's just who I am because I can't live life telling you that I loved you and not like, oh, my God. Oh, baby, I, I love you so much. And uh, this is forever. And then because it didn't work out. Now I don't love you forever. I don't work like that. I just don't. But it took me to get to that, 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 that place of peace and the chaos to understand. Hey, man, people going to do what they want to do. And people are going to say what they want to say. And people are going to behave how they want to behave. They're going to want attention. They're going to they're going to say you did this because they need to feel a certain way. They're going to say you did that. They're going to talk about your business. They're going to talk about how you look. They're going to talk about your sex. They're going to do all these things because there's a void that they need filled. And because you weren't there to fill it no more, they have to fill it with ideas of you. And they have to get people along. And they have to tell people you were this and you were that so that they could feel good, so they could understand. 
they like that gives them a, a, a false understanding of they don't need you and they don't want you. And in fact, they do. And they just don't understand how to just bring it back and say, you know what? I was wrong. You was wrong. Let's have a conversation. See what happens. And I'm talking not just romantic stuff, family stuff, business stuff. A lot of things are just emotional. But also a lot of people have hard nose and have like, like, no, no matter what, I'm not talking to you. And the thing that happens the most, it's like, and, and this is one of the reasons why I openly on my platform say, I'll never disrespect my exes. I'll never, I just won't. Because that gives you the opportunity, and I say you like the people, when you are so hard and you telling everybody this business and that, and this person did this, and then you wind up back with that person, then what? Then what? I'm a person that I don't, I don't believe in never. I don't believe in never. Was I done wrong? Yes. Am I a forgiving person? Yes. Does anybody have a chance? Yes. Because I'm human. And I'm not, I, I'm not, the ego is gone. Ego, like ego is gone. So I don't have time for, I don't have time for, they said this, they did that. It is what it is. It is what it is because I don't have time for the the chaos. I have too much that I'm trying to accomplish with the company. I have too much work that people are relying for relying on me for in my 9 to 5. My kids are relying on me. I'm relying on me. Like it's just it's too much. So for me, I I have emotions, but I remove emotions from a lot of my dealings so that I can understand what's going on. I'm passionate about a lot of things. I'm passionate uh, in my responses to a lot of things because I'm human. But I really try to to respond and to look at things as logical as possible. But it took me to get to the point of it's so much going on. It's so much that is against me. It's so much that I am against. It's so many things that I'm trying to get to and get through. I can't be out here holding on to stuff. I can't be in the back of my mind. I can't believe this person did this. I can't believe this person did that. I can't like I, I can't do that when I'm trying to to move forward. So I have to be OK with leaving things behind and not and I'm not saying that like I'm greater or better than than these things or these people or whatever. But it's just you have to be able to do that and not be and not care. Because if you don't care about what you are going through, if you don't care about your mental, if you don't care about how things are ran around you, your business, your family, your like, if you don't care, then nobody else will. 
You can't keep relying on people to lead you and give you advice and do these things. And when it's bad, when the outcome is bad, when you lose stuff and things go wrong, it don't affect them. So you can't keep listening to these people. You can't keep going, putting yourself through that. You can't keep, why do I keep doing this? Why? No, at some point you have to stop and say, I have to figure this out for me because the consequences solely rely on me. If something happens in this situation, that person who gave me the advice is not going to take anything. The call is coming to me. I'm going to take the headache and I'm going to take the, the cuss out and I'm going to take the disturbance and I'm going to have to deal with the chaos myself. So I'd rather make the decision to stand on what I have to stand on and leave behind people that I have to leave behind that are not doing me no good than to have to follow or attempt to follow their guidance and create extra chaos. When people don't intend to allow you to grow, they get angry at that. They get frustrated. They don't want to understand. They just want to be in charge of what you are doing. They want to be in the know of what you are doing. No matter how grateful you are, no matter how thankful that you are for certain things, it's like, okay, I'm grateful that you did that. But for whatever reason, it's not the math is not mathing anymore. And I can't keep allowing myself to go through that chaos. And you have to understand. Well, you don't have to understand that because that, that's where I'm at with it. Um, you don't have to understand anything other than. I may not ever speak to you again. We may not ever have a conversation again. I might have to move forward in this business idea without you. Uh, I might have to uh, uh, not speak to you again because like we might have to not be friends. We might have like you have to understand that. That's where I'm at because I'm at this boiling point and I've been at this boiling point for so long that I had to calm down and stop trying to fight the current because I was just adding more stress. I was just adding more chaos. I was just, you know, uh, 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 adding more waves to it. Wasn't allowing myself to to figure out what was going on because I'm fighting the current, I'm fighting the waves, I'm fighting the twisty, I'm the twirly, whatever you call it. I'm fighting it because of ego. But I started taking a deep breath, and I started finding the peace and the chaos. And I became superheated. The point passed boiling point. The, the, the point passed the boiling point. And once I got to that point and I found peace and I found calm. And now I'm um because I don't want to I don't want to be I don't want to be hot. I don't want to bur uh, burn up. I don't want to boil over. I want to be free. So I found peace. And if in peace, I found understanding. And with that, I'm able to let it go. So with that, you already know the get down. No matter the darkness, no matter the obstacles, trials, or tribulation, you must find that little slither of light and get to it. Peace.